Welcome to another super special episode of Love and Justice with another super special guest star. Though, frankly, since there's still no official word on Crystal being continued, all of our quote-unquote special episodes are about to become standard episodes until we get a final yay or nay on additional acts of the manga being animated. But not to fear, because there's plenty of Sailor Moon-related content for us to talk about, plenty of other Magical Girl series for us to discuss, plenty more Sailor Moon fans to talk about all the other Sailor Moon things with, including the one we're joined by this week, Kaori Takei, whose voice you might recognize from the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show at AfterBuzz TV. Kaori was gracious enough to join us this week to discuss the Sailor Moon R movie, subtitled by North American distributor Pioneer, The Promise of the Rose, subtitled by Us, What Not to Do on a Date, slash how not to romance your former lover or in which your hookup thinks it's a relationship. But if nothing else, this movie provides us with some insight into Tuxedo Mask's lifelong obsession with roses. Fox transforms for the first time. It's like, ah. <laughs> now, now my question is, did you, did one of, you had the same hair color as uh, one of your parents though. Yeah. That's like a usual thing that happens. Um, my mom is a little more strawberry blonde, but there are cotton tops in my mm, family. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get me to talk about my cousin Cotton Lyle? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> cotton Lyle. <laughs> more, more. I was gonna suggest That's his nickname. More. I mean, maybe. Well, maybe I mean, Lyle is his last name. But I mean, if you had blondes in your family in the past, maybe Sailor Moon had some pink-haired family members in her past. Oh, <laughs> I ruined your. <laughs> I ruined your segue with my redneckness. Wait, hold I'm sorry. On. So you're, there's probably someone back in. Uh, the Moon Kingdom named like pink haired Lyle. <laughs> sure. Cotton candy Lyle. Yeah, she there you take go. after. Oh, remember old cotton candy, cotton candy Lyle? Lyle? Yeah, he used yeah. to like brew his own moon gin. Yeah. <laughs> we guys, that's moonshine. That, Thank would be you. A, that would be like a whole new <laughs> meaning moon, to moonshine. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think it, I think it's just regular gin on the moon. There's no <laughs> oh, yeah. Why do they call it moon gin? They're all there. Have you um, um, we don't call it like uh, England gin. There's um if you've never seen a, a, a movie, it was made in 2005 called The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra. I need to see that. Um, it's basically it's filmed in 2005. It's supposed to look like a 1950s terrible like B like horror Ed Wood. film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, but it's like played sincerely. Mm-hmm. And there's two characters that are aliens, and there is one point where they're pretending <laughs> to be human, and the the husband says, "Is this one of your Earth jokes?" And the wife <laughs> goes, "Oh my darling, you should not have said Earth jokes." <laughs> They just say jokes here. Kind of like in the movie we're talking about today, Fiore pretends to be an Earth person to get back to his boyfriend, Mamoru. They are such boyfriends. (laughs) They are such boyfriends. 
<laughs> so now that we've made multiple segues, yes. uh, today segway—it's a segwayception. Today we are talking about the Sailor Moon R movie, yeah. subtitled "Promise of the Rose," when it was released by Pioneer theatrically on DVD in the it United States of America. Sounds like a Harlequin romance. It does. Sounds, like Harlequin romance. sounds like a chapter in the Scarlet Pimpernel. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lola's favorite thing. It is. I love. He's my favorite superhero. Fun fact. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, today, His cravat's always perfect. <laughs> but today uh, on the podcast, it's of course uh, Lola and Kelby and myself are all here. But we are also joined yeah. by a super awesome guest, Kari oh, Tinke. Hey. 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 I'm here. So happy to be here. Yay. Uh, for anybody who ever watched the uh, Sailor Moon Crystal After Buzz show or listened to it as a podcast, however you chose to consume it, you will, uh, of course, recognize Kauri from that. She is the main host who was gracious enough to allow me to grace that show. Oh my show gosh, any time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that show to come back, Sailor Moon Crystal. I know. I'm hoping. My secret hope is that like maybe Sailor Moon Crystal is done, and then the next season will be like Sailor Moon Quartz. Right. Or something. Or, or, or Sailor Moon Diamond. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, this is the end of Sailor Moon Crystal. It's like, great. And now it's Sailor Moon Diamond. Sa- yeah. Sailor Moon, live fast or die trying. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the same. Sailor Moon, Lola. too fast, too furious. <laughs> they did say, see you guys soon. They did. They so. did. No, I will say that. Sailor so- Moon, Tokyo Drift. No, no, no. But somebody <laughs> said in the chat roll on our last day <laughs> can of we, Can we talk about the fact that like there was a built-in? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I have soundboard for like a radio station where it's like a boy and i just play the car sound <laughs> but what i will say is that uh on the on the last episode of sailor moon crystal the after buzz show there was somebody in the chat role that was like yeah well with pretty guardian sailor moon it also said see you again soon and i was like don't crush my dreams <laughs> first of all how, how dare, dare you? you how rude how awful <laughs> Excuse me, you are no longer invited to this party. Rude. Please leave this chat room. I don't. No, I don't Flag. understand. There we, will be another. Season. We don't need your negativity in here. I I think there will be too. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I'm just going to keep saying it until it happens or mm-hmm. I die of old age. Perfect. I think we'd all be surprised if there wasn't. Yeah, yeah, right? I totally agree. Re- mm-hmm. Reboot it. I don't care. Reboot it again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. Do it with, again with better animation. <laughs> do it again <laughs> and more more expanding on the stories. Same cast. I'm sure they look exactly the same. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, you're talking about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon coming back? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I was just talking about Crystal continuing, which I think they probably will announce. So right now, Sailor Moon Crystal is actually airing on TV in Japan. Oh. And that'll wrap up in op- in October. So I feel like that's when they're going to announce when it's going to come back. So maybe hopefully yeah. in January, they'll mm. start in with the Infinity Arc. Well, because like, the musicals have been pretty reflective yeah, of... Crystal. Yeah, exactly. And we're exactly. getting Nouveau Voyage. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, Nouveau Voyage. That's it. Yeah. So, Nouveau so Voyage. basically what you're saying is whenever we get more animated Sailor Moon, it's going to have Neptune and Uranus in it. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm I saying. I mean, unless they completely change the story, yeah. that is a Unless fact. they completely fuck up <laughs> and Those... get rid of the greatest Sailor Scouts ever. <laughs> Whoever fucking lived. Yes. That's what you mean. That's what she means to say. I'm sorry. Don't you mean Sailor Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see any Viz representatives sitting in this table. Anyway. Um, Bring it on, Viz. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> so, but, you're not going to come to another convention ever again. No. Viz is going to no. make sure. 
I have to say nice things about them though because they're sending mm-hmm. me something. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm really excited. It's an assassin to take out Lola <laughs> for talking yeah. I call, shit. I call Amanda. She's like, I can't talk to you anymore. And I'm like, why? And she'll be like, you know why? Click, and I'll be like, no. because you're. Oh my god, it's like you're a suppressive person. <laughs> I've been declared a suppressive person by Viz. Anyway, before we get into uh, talking about Sorry. the movie that we are talking about today, uh, Kari, we always like to ask our guests a little bit about their history with uh, the okay. Sailor Moon franchise. How yeah. did you get into uh, Sailor Moon? I remember um, first day of school before, was it junior high? Probably junior high. Yeah. Uh, turned on channel 13 and there was Sailor Moon. <laughs> And this was at like five in the morning. It was like six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. super really early. early. Yeah. Um, and then I said, hey, dad, can you get me some um, Sailor Moon VHSs? Because my dad would go to the Japanese store and get oh. um, Japanese um, cartoons or anime. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, he added that to my anime arsenal when I was a kid. Oh. Was what other animes relation. was he collecting for you? We oh. watched a lot of Doraemon. I don't oh, know. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Um, and also... Um, uh, obviously, Dragon Ball. Yep. Even before the Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you're the you're the Dragon Ball hipster. <laughs> I was around before, before the Z. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was scared of him when he be, when it became like full moon. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was one that I just I don't remember the name, but it was about like the different zodiac signs and they're all warriors oh, ronin warriors no no really no no it's uh, no it's it's uh, uh Saint Saint yes, Saint Saint yes. <laughs> yes. oh my gosh you thank know? you so much for saying that it's I all like, on that? netflix now i know mm-hmm. it's on crunchyroll too yeah oh man yes. but out of all of them sailor moon is my favorite um probably because uh she has a very relatable female story yeah right? oh yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. i mean that that's something that we talk about on this podcast a lot which is that you know part of what's so great about Sailor Moon's story is that it is about this kind of just regular girl Mm -hmm. yeah yeah who's just a kind compassionate loving person and that's what makes her the most powerful right soldier in the whole universe I feel like if this was an American show Mm -hmm. she would be good at everything I agree Mm. I agree I I like that like the Japanese um, storytellers aren't afraid to have more flawed mm-hmm. heroes. Yeah, because if this was an American cartoon, it'd be like, she's a fast runner, and she's really good at school, and she's right. the prettiest. She's perfect. Yeah, yeah, she's the head cheerleader. Right. <laughs> yeah. She would definitely be head cheerleader. Oh, yeah, yeah. If it's an American show, yes. <laughs> either that, either that, or she would be like the, 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 um, the movie geek, where she'd be like, uh, everybody doesn't like me. Oh, oh yeah. But I'm, I'm so, but just because I'm naturally beautiful, but my hair is in a ponytail and I wear glasses. overalls and glasses <laughs> and I, I do art and I know things. Everyone's like, wow, you're horrible. Like you look at her and you're like, no, you're literally perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, your, I feel like your exposure to Sailor Moon was very different from ours. Cause I mean, we, we as kids were all watching it, you know, when it was originally airing on like Fox Kids and UPN uh-huh. out of order in syndication. And then when they gave it a proper run on Toonami starting in 1998, 
mean, that's when we really got that's in. When, yeah, that's yeah. when I yeah. really, really got into it. But I mean, you you had the luxury of actually seeing it in Japanese as a kid. The, the problem is my memory is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember a lot more like the visuals and yeah. um, all the characters coming in and like their relations, but mm-hmm. I don't really remember the story. The story. As well, does that make sense? Yeah. That does. You know, that totally makes sense. So you weren't as super confused when dub things happened and you were like, like, this is way different. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you were like, why two episodes ago it was just her and now there's six other people in this pink haired midget? Like, what's happening? This happens. Um, so, had you, so we're talking about the Sailor Moon R movie mm-hmm. today. Had you seen this before? Again, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Memory was is shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, this, this movie for me is like the ultimate turning point in my Sailor Moon fandom. Mm-hmm. So originally I had this movie, there was this store in the mall of the, the video store it was called saturday matinee uh-huh. and that was that was what it was called and it, kids just just to give you again this is me being the old one of the old timer representatives for you see back in the day before youtube and the internet when you wanted media you had to go to the mall and there would be some store with posters and it would sell music cardboard and, cutouts and, videos, and there would be cardboard cutouts of characters and every single one had some sort of uh, motif of like film mm-hmm. like yeah. trailing down oh, a wall yeah. or like movie signs and this is where you had to go and if they didn't have something you wanted you couldn't go to another website you that was it yeah no. th- this was before the internet was at large it's like in those days if you had access to the internet you had to like connect it to your phone line yep it was a it was a dark dark time i yeah, feel like we made the- it though <laughs> We did. We survived. Yep. We did yeah, it, we guys. Did. And yeah. somehow we still scrounged up Sailor Moon content. I know. Well, yeah. well, well so, so, I mean, I, I remember getting this movie and I had it. Um, so Pioneer, uh, so Deke dubbed this. Right. Uh, and, and Pioneer was the one that released it on DVD mm-hmm. for, for home release. Um, and I think because it was a home release, Overall, in terms of the Deke dub, this movie is pretty risque. Yeah, they did mm. not Didn't cut not a lot. that much. But anyway, I had. But I remember it was it was this beautiful packaging. It was one of those clamshell cases, you yes. know, the, the, the hard cases. Yes, and it, and it was holographic. Ooh, that was the copy I had. Yeah, and there was a beautiful like. Princess Serenity on the cover uh-huh. with the holographic uh-huh. writing. And it was all pink. Yeah, it was all pink. Um, and so I had this movie, and I I loved it. I watched it all the time because. This, in terms of what we see in the 90s anime, is really consistently good across the board. There's good fight scenes. The mm-hmm. animation's a little better. So I was obsessed with this movie. And plus, it was, for a long time, the only Sailor Moon media I, like, owned yeah. on video. It was the only Sailor Moon media I owned. Yeah. Just the film. The, all, all three of the films. Yeah, all the I movies. even owned the horrible S and Super S movie. Yeah. But, you know, it was the only way I was getting my my outer, outer scouts on a regular basis. Yeah. So I had... I had that version, so I'd seen it in English a million times. But one of my other friends that was into anime and was kind of into Sailor Moon, she had this in Japanese. It was on VHS with subtitles and uncut. Man, your friend was legit. I know. <laughs> she was so cool. That's like some, in America, that's like some OG shit. Like, yeah, that hell. good shit. Hey, you like anime? Come by my house. I, <laughs> I got subtitles. Come I through the back door. <laughs> well, and I remember... My parents go to bed early. <laughs> and I, I vividly remember seeing it in Japanese for the first time. It was the first time I'd ever seen Sailor Moon in Japanese uncut. And that was a game changer for me right there. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and this is... Uh, controversial probably because I know a lot of people love the Deke dub because they grew up with it and they love 
Terry Hawks, who was the voice of Sailor Moon for most of the first season and for all of Sailor Moon R. Mm -hmm. I liked the girl Tracy Moore, who did her voice before that. I agree. Um, I I, I mean, and of course she was coached to do this, but like I, I find... Terry's voice to be irritating and I and I think that some of that also was the writing that they wrote Serena as they called her to be a much more irritating character than Usagi is it was also that thing that we've talked about before with dubs where for some reason um the the uh the vowel speak Mm-hmm. Was imp- was really imposed on a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they made him super valid. It's girl. very jarring now, and I think it's very annoying if you look back at it. Where you know, all the characters just had like, for yeah. sure, uh like totally. <laughs> well, and their slang was all weird, like in like the... creep creepazoid. Cre- oh, they well, and like in this dub in particular, mm-hmm. uh, Usagi calls Fiori um, strangeoid. A, a stranger. stranger? Yes. Well, because when he comes in and he like is holding Mamaru's hand, <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "All right, you're done. Uh, you need to leave." And then she's like, "Ta-ta, strangeroid." And you're like, "Who says that?" I can. Uh, that was like some of that vowel speak where people were like, "What do you think California teens would what say?" Do the hip what kids just say. What do you think those girls <laughs> hanging out at the mall in Burbank on the weekend talk like? <laughs> <laughs> we're a bunch of middle-aged people. Let's take some guesses. <laughs> In Canada. In Canada. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because the original dub was done in Canada. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that when I saw this movie for the first time, it was the first time I ever liked Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. the character. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I found her so irritating. Uh, and she was dub. my she was my favorite until Sailor Uranus came in and yeah. swept me off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember um I didn't I didn't uh see it in Japanese until literally about five years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I was always I've just preferred dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh and, uh, I don't want to be reading no words. I was like, oh, but no, this is what I know. It's what I like. It's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I, I saw it in the Japanese and I realized that some of the things that had made her not my favorite were mm-hmm. not in the original stuff. Yes. yes. Namely, and this is very specific, is the, the weird yodel thing that they have oh, right now. And finds she's like, oh, 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 I know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, this is just a little bit of a side note. So uh, Linda Ballantyne, who did the voice of Sailor Moon once Cloverway took over dubbing, I mean, they dubbed it at the exact same studio. Yeah. Uh, and it was mo- it was a lot of the same voice cast. And they, you know, they replaced a few people, namely Sailor Moon being a really big one of them. But Linda was really funny because she was talking about how they tried to make her do that yell. And she's like, I don't sound like this. <laughs> it's I, better without it. Yeah. I just think a lot of things get lost in translation. I, I agree. It's, I totally agree. And, and 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 I mean, also, you know, when they are doing these shows in Japan, when they're recording the voiceover for it, they do it the same way we do with Western animation, where everybody gets in a studio and they just record it, and then they animate yeah. it. Well, but in Japan, uh, cast members who are in scenes together are recording together. Yeah, exactly. At the same time. Yeah, that's oh. no, that's how they do it in Western animation, too. Unless you are dubbing something, then you are in a booth by yourself, and you're sort of in a vacuum. So I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they, they're, you know, it's like I do the Transformers show at After Buzz, and they always talk about their sessions of them all sitting in the booth together recording. Mm-hmm. And that's how they do it in Japan. But when we get it over here, when you're dubbing something, you are in a booth by yourself. So you are not reacting to other actors. Yeah. So oh. I think that's why a lot of the performances come across as kind of flat. So seeing this in Japanese at age 14 or however old I was at the time, it was the first time that I was like, oh my 
like Sailor Moon is so emotional and I care about her <laughs> and it was it was a it was a magical time. I mean I, I also think like it's not just a translation language to language, but it's also a very big cultural thing. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Major. yeah. Because like the yodeling thing, that's a very typical Japanese schoolgirl thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like they're very in Japan they're very girly and they're pristine whether you're from a public school or private school. Right, right. And so the translation for them was like we need them to be really girly and what's that? Valley girl voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So no, I, you're totally right. right. That yeah. was the default. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's it's yeah. kind of like, you know, one of, one of my favorite dubs of an anime is the Oran House Club dub because they don't they don't try to make it not Japanese. Yeah. yeah. They still say things like chan and senpai and like they they keep the Japanese-ness yeah. of and, it. And even if it's like really weird shit that you does not really try to like, like the whole the whole thing of uh the the daddy and the the mommy yeah. which is clearly like more of a cultural thing of like you're like the dad of this group i'm like the mom right even though we're both boys they yeah. literally just translated yep. to where they call each other daddy and mom yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're yeah. just like oh let's just do it that's why i think oran host club is such a good dub it's a really yeah it's a such really a good, good dub because once because exactly it's like they're like all right culturally this is not american but we're <laughs> There's nothing American about this show, so no. we're just going to roll with it. I mean, right. Thanks Host for joining Club. us on our Oron Host Club <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the Sailor Moon <laughs> R movie, it's game changer for me in terms of, of Sailor Moon. Let's, let's talk about the basic plot of this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, would, I would like to, to start by saying that the title of this could also be What Not to Do on a Date. <laughs> And by date, I mean when you're trying to come back How? after years of being gone off planet and try to impress a man that you haven't seen him forever. Your ex-boyfriend. How not to romance your former lover. <laughs> there are many things not to do when romancing your former lover. And we're going to see examples of all of them. I feel like you could also call it uh, when your hookup thinks it's a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that's what you could call it. So basically, uh, the, the the main plot uh, of this movie involves uh, a villain who's based on the characters of Alan An. He's, as far as we know, though they never go so far as to actually say this, he's from the same planet. Yeah, they he's are. the same species. Yeah. So Alan An, of course, were the were the filler arc of mm-hmm. Sailor Moon R before we got to the uh, Black Moon Clan. What's interesting though is that no one in the film talks about it. I know. I I, I found that a little strange too. It's like no no no. We've clearly we've seen these because. Even though it's unclear exactly where this happens timeline-wise. But it never gets mentioned in the series when no, we're with no, no. on, and it never gets mentioned in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think totally. I met one of you. Right, there's right. never a moment of No, exactly. Well, I mean, we, but we know for sure that this happens after the Alan on arc because Tuxedo Mask is back being Tuxedo Mask instead of the Moonlight Knight. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, oh Moonlight and Knight. And also Chibiusa's in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, she, showed, after, yeah, she showed up after Alan on, so it is. It's really true that yeah. it's really absolutely correct that it's weird that they're never like, hey, you look sort of like these other villains we bought <laughs> yeah, this right. one time. Maybe one person started to say someone else was like, is that racist? Is <laughs> 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 that racist? Maybe. No. Well, he's, he's green. Don't. You don't. No. <laughs> you can't just ask someone. aliens if they're from a plant-based <laughs> society. You can't do that. He's got a flower, though. Stop it. God, you're we might be fighting them, but we don't want to look boorish. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he uh, basically, when Mamoru was a child, after his parents <laughs> drove over a cliff, 
Did you make it sound like it was on purpose when you say it that way? <laughs> I mean, how do we know it wasn't? How do we know it wasn't? They could have hit a patch of ice or something. Of ice? There's a thing. We so saw reenactment of it. There was no ice. They, how can you tell with the way that that painted? They wouldn't want to leave him abandoned and alone. He's too cute. No, too I, cute. I'm sure they didn't mean to die, but I, the fact I'm that just saying <laughs> murder suicide pact. <laughs> They did drive their car over a cliff. (laughs) And uh, when Mamoru was in the hospital recovering from that and suffering from amnesia. Which you know because he has a bandage on his head. uh Um, This this little alien showed up and became his friend. And this little alien is Fiore, Mm -hmm. who I'm sure I will call Fiero at some point during this podcast. I'm I'm sure we all will. I'm I'm going to have a... very obvious pause before I say his name because I'm my brain is telling me not to say Fierro. Right, so you're gonna say Fierro. And I'll say Fierro anyway. Who is of of course the prince from Wicked. Yep. For yeah. anybody who doesn't know that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Welcome to Musical Theater Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Fiore uh, as a small alien uh was <laughs> went to Earth where he befriended and subsequently, let's get real, fell in love with Tiny Mama Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of it, so basically, uh, as we know from the Makaiju arc with Alan on, they need the to live off of the Makaiju tree, the Doom, Doom tree. tree, Doom Tree from the Deke Dub, Doom Tree. Um, and uh, they, you know, they have to gather. The tree has to gather energy to then basically feed them, and so. Fiore is unable to continue to live on Earth because there's no way he can consume the energy he needs to in order to live. So he tells little Mamoru, I gotta go away. And he gives him a rose. And Mamoru gives Fiore a rose rose as he's he's leaving. Mm -hmm. And Fiore's like, listen, I'm gonna search the universe for flowers you're gonna like and I'm gonna come back and bring you a flower someday. This is where the fuck up happened. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, instead of using a rose, he could have easily became Batman. Ah! (laughs) That's so true. I know, this is like the beginning of Of the rose obsession obsession with roses. Yes, Mm. oh, roses. Huh. You don't say. <laughs> so let's say, like, think of all the other things that could have been handed to him, like a Hallmark I know. card, yeah, like, really. a teddy bear a from teddy the bear. gift shop downstairs. Yeah. He yeah. just becomes Teddy Man. <laughs> teddy Man, that's great. One of With those, my one stuffing of, those, of uh, justice. One of those Mylar balloons. There you go. <laughs> he, sure. just, he just flies in on a blimp to deliver justice. <laughs> Hey, he has a hang glider in the future. <laughs> a small green boy gave me a balloon once, and now I have a justice blimp. <laughs> With my helium tank of righteousness. <laughs> hey, it would make more sense than him driving three flying buses simultaneously. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh, wait, you know what? I take it back. He mm-hmm. has flown on a blimp when yes. he was Santa Claus. No, oh actually, goodness. at this point, he hasn't, because that was in the Sailor Moon S uh, movie. So, so another alien will give him a balloon, and we'll flash back to that. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, let's be real. If Mamoru had not given Fiore that damn rose, <laughs> there would be no plot to this movie, because ultimately, the reason that Fiore 
comes does back. and wreaks havoc on yeah. the earth is because he gets possessed by an evil flower. It's See, like, yeah. maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. Every time I've ever been in a hospital, people always go to the gift shop and just bring you like M and M's or something or a magazine. Yeah. What if, what if he had just given him like candy and a mylar yeah. balloon? You know. What if you just gave him a fist bump and was like, "Bye, buddy, I'll miss you." Like, what if you didn't give him anything? It just felt really weird. It was like, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll come back a little bit. Well, obviously, I. Uh, <laughs> thought there was a I'll so return with a fist bump that will destroy your whole planet to <laughs> yeah. prove that I love you. And yes. he's like, no. No, 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 no. Please don't do so, that. Uh, so basically, the, the movie opens up and they're at the botanical gardens. Like you Which do. is a scene on its own. Yes. <laughs> Everybody knows that cool teens hang out hang at botanical, botanical gardens. gardens. Sure, no, sure. I... You've got the movie theater, the 7-Eleven parking lot, and uh, the, the greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, the botanical mm-hmm. yep. Because uh, those roses there, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> so this was his idea, yeah. is what you're saying. And everyone's they, like, sure, every great. Every weekend, <laughs> somebody gets to pick where they go, and it was, it was Mama's, Mama's turn. turn. Yes. Someone else was like bowling, and he was like, botanical garden. <laughs> So they're at the botanical gardens. I did like the the um, scene here where uh, Usagi wanted Mamoru to kiss her, that and they funny. were and they were all spying on them, mostly because I liked the two different reactions from Ami and from Minako in regards to Chibiusa watching this, <laughs> where basically Chibiusa was watching and she's making too much noise, and Minako doesn't want them to stop, so she covers up her mouth, <laughs> and then and then Ami covers up her eyes because she doesn't want her to see. <laughs> But the hilarious thing is, is Ami's like complaining. She's like, "We shouldn't, guys. We shouldn't do this. This is, this is really bad. Like, this is really intrusive with their privacy." And they're like, "Then Ami, why are you whispering?" <laughs> she's like, "Well, also, well, I mean, she's I like, just, she's uh, got her back. She's got her back to it. She won't even I look." Just, and she's like, "Guys, we shouldn't do it. It's so wrong." And they're like, "But this is the good part." And she instantly turns around. And it's like, "What?" <laughs> What a creeper. I'm yeah. sure the botanical garden was a lot bigger than just that one area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had to be looked straight ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but even like Chibi Usa, I'm never comfortable with her. Oh, and her her weird like oh, yeah. she says Usagi's kissing my mama child. Yeah, she's doing it again. I'm like, okay, just get out of this. Okay, movie. All right. it's just <laughs> always creepy. It's all you know, it never it's gets better. Okay, never ever. gets better. Never. I don't care translation or not. That's yeah. Not no, that's, that's just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> now it's this is another gross. um so one of the things that we always laugh about on the show is um because I grew up in Utah and I just didn't have an education about anything about Japan there were a lot of things from the shows I did get that I just in my brain was like oh that's something that happens in Japan that's like that's normal right. so when I was younger and I would see these episodes I was like is this just like how no. girls relate to their dads because <laughs> that's creepy like they're no. just I was like because I didn't want I didn't want to believe that they were that she was in love right. with her dad because the alternative so, is right, so much scarier. So I had convinced myself when I was younger that it was like a, a a joke. It was like a term of endearment where like, oh, she's saying she's in love with him, and that's it means it must mean something else in no. Japan. No, man, nah, it's just I, creepy. This is more like her obsession with her mom and wanting to do everything her mom does, and yeah, just, including her dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Electric complexes? I don't know. <laughs> no. Part half of this show is just them explaining to me all the it's things true. that I did not have Understood right now. Japanese That's culture. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aside from that bit of creepiness, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I also love that once Mamoru decides because public 
displays of affection really don't happen in Japan. I mean, it, it's more frowned upon in yeah. Japan than I mean, it is here. It's getting better now, especially in Tokyo versus like other countries, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. other areas. Yeah. But right, but I hate PDAs myself. Yeah. I know, me too. I well, so you, you don't ever hand, see like teens hand holding is okay. No, like hand holding oh, okay. is fine. Yeah. And but like, even in Japan, well, at least when I went, it's probably. I mean, that was God. That was like seven seven now, years ago. Yeah. yeah, but when I went. um and I had that Japanese boy that I had a love affair with. He was taking me around the city. And he was all like, look over there. And there was like a group of high school kids. And he's like, can you tell which ones are couples? And I was like, I, no. And he's like, look how close they're standing to each other. <laughs> and he's like, that's how you know they're a couple. Because they're proximity? standing. Is how close they stand next to each other. And yeah. I was like, oh. You know yeah. what? I kind of prefer that to the, um, at, at my school growing up, where it was just like you would put your hands in each other's back pockets Ew! to oh! where you were cupping their butt. I hate seeing that. It's such trash. Yes, it oh. is. So trashy. Sorry, you listeners who do that. It's anyway. Trash. Don't so, do it. But here's the it. thing, though. I think Usagi would do it if she could get away with it. She'd be like, Mamo, Mamo, I saw this thing in America. Let's put our hands in each other's butt pockets. She is, she is kind of a creep. I really do believe that she would do that. Oh, she's so handsy but with I him. Love, I love she it. She is. No, it's great. And it's so great. I love that she just wanted him to like smooch her here. And then when he decides he can't, he just leaves. He away when he backs away slowly, but then proceeds to exit the building. He, he flees the building. Yeah. <laughs> Goes outside. Yes. I mean, for me, this whole scene was just odd. Would you? Why would you be so uncomfortable kissing your man when there's no one around to their knowledge I know. Yeah. at that yeah. point? And then he was uncomfortable, but then later on at the end of the movie, he's like, look, I just gotta make out with her so she's alive again. Yeah. <laughs> In front of all of you. Well, I mean, like, we know that's the tried and well, true maybe, formula. Well, maybe that was the juxtaposition, I guess. Maybe it was on purpose. Like, in the beginning, he was like, no, everyone's here. I can't smooch yeah. her. Mm. But then at the end, he's all like, I don't care if you're all watching. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think you may be the one giving the 90s anime too much credit this time. I, <laughs> just, when, am I, when am I not? Um, the funny thing is that in the dub of mm-hmm. it, um, when he's looking around to make sure that like nobody is there, mm-hmm. they added all these little lines Oh really? In or between. like he had, he's having like asides to himself? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, funny. yeah. I guess because we couldn't get the hint that him looking around meant that he was making sure nobody was watching. Right. Um, so what does he say? So he's like making all these indecisive noises of like. Mm, because apparently American people say that stuff a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he turns like. Uh, so he turns one way and he's just like. Uh, and then he turns the other way and his back is like to the audience. They had whoever the voice actor was go, nobody back there. Yeah. And, then he, <laughs> and then he grabs her shoulders. Oh, that is yeah. hysterical. Straight up, he's like, mm, nobody back oh, there. Okay. Man. How much do you want to bet that was just something he improvised in the booth and yeah. they were like, that's great. That's great. Keep oh, it. I'm sure. That's great. I think it was Toby. Proctor. Let's get him I'll, on the show and um, ask him. I, I'll ask him when I see him in Houston. <laughs> Physically drag him onto a plane in Houston. Perfect. Get him into Done. his house. <laughs> he's awesome. You guys would love him. I'm yes. sure. Um, but uh, anyway. So, you know, they he backs away. They terrorize Usagi with a caterpillar. And then there's that scene of her backing away, which is one of the biggest gifts on Tumblr. Um, it is a big gift yeah, on Tumblr. Just to, just to clarify that, her friends, first of all, she's so oblivious. She's just standing there with her eyes closed waiting to get Frenched. <laughs> and her friends are like, oh, our friend is sitting here with her lips puckered alone and her boyfriend has left let's find a bug and hold it in her face where did they get that bug from it's the botanical gardens is it that weird that there's a caterpillar and they all quietly 
stand there and wait for her to open her eyes. Like, do you think there was one old lady that was just there to see the flowers? She walked around the corner and there was a bunch of people just silently holding a bug in front of someone else. And she was like, I think it's a flash mob. I'm going to leave. Uh, Is yes? this one of those viral videos? I don't know. No, this was 1993. There were no so viral videos. There were no viral videos. True. <laughs> yeah. But... Is this for America's Funniest Home Videos? No, maybe. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Mamo has escaped outside. Right, and they all go outside, and it starts raining flowers. And for some reason, uh, Team Tsukino, which is Usagi <laughs> and, and Chibiusa, are like, yay! <laughs> it's so pretty! And everyone else is like, this is probably bad. <laughs> Like, I, I, to be fair, I think if I stepped out and there was petals <laughs> falling down, I would be very excited as well. Uh, to be honest, I'd be excited before I thought to be concerned. Yeah, yes, well, yeah. and and to Sailor Moon's credit, we have seen in the past that draping flowers on a person is the most fun activity <laughs> that exists. We've seen this in Pretty Guardian. We've seen it in the 90s, 90s anime. Yeah. We've seen it in Crystal. Like... You just put flowers on each other and just laugh and laugh and laugh. All right, if we're being honest, if I was somewhere and rose petals started falling, like yeah. I would, I would start striking Bashonin poses. Yeah, yeah you know. Like, oh my gosh, it's like the best day ever. I can die yeah. now. I would I, like <laughs> sling my jacket over my I shoulder would, and be no, like, yeah. I would be keeping my eyes peeled for the Sakurazuka Mori. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh. For those of you who are non-clamp people. That's some scary shit. That's some, that's a <laughs> s- is, serious assassin. That's a, yeah, and a tree a that eats flower people. monster. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a dude who feeds dead bodies to a to tree. A tree. Oh. So he's kind of like Alanon, only way more terrifying. Way more terrifying. <laughs> oh, great. Because yeah. he can also kill you with his bare hands. Yeah, it's pretty oh. bad. But like bare hands, he's huge. He's got giant hands. Yeah, I almost oh, I thought- clamp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said bare hands. I was like, like the hands bear. of a bear? <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside. Beast hand? Beast hand. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm in like size wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, and in the midst of this flower storm is <laughs> Fiore, right? Fiore shows up and uh, and we see that Fiore is the only man in the 90s Sailor Moon universe who has worse fashion sense than Mamoru. It's a problem Ooh. when Mamoru's the best dressed. I know. Though, did anybody else notice that he and Ray were like dressed they were coordinated they looked like they color were like wise brother and sister. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. I, that. yeah. I bet you in the background she was like that bitch stole my color scheme oh. <laughs> i will end him yeah so uh so he shows up and he looks like a person he looks like a homeless person <laughs> his clothes are too big his clothes are too big for him his shirt is ungodly huge. i would like to go back and walk around tokyo when that show was being animated and see mm-hmm. how many people were wearing like mm-hmm. weird like giant rolls donut roll sleeves donut roll sleeves and like like draped wrinkly layers of shirt like his shirt is too gigantic his pants are really big but his Mm -hmm. waist is so tiny that it's cinched real tight it's very bizarre i I want to know why they drew this (laughs) over and over and i want to know as well however the reason that fiore has come back to earth is because he's finally found a flower that he thinks his boyfriend Mamoru will like. I mean, and and this scene was 
great. I, I, it was fantastic. I, and he walks up and he's like, hey, Mamaru. Like, straight up doesn't even no, try to reintroduce no. himself. He yeah. doesn't even look like an alien. No, he's like, he's he like, looks hey, nothing babe. like himself. Hey, no. babe, sorry I'm late. <laughs> the only way you know that this is the alien is because he has the same voice actor as Ale. Yeah. So you're like, all right. It's oh, he's got alien. the alien eyes. Yeah, they've, yeah, all, got, they've right. all got like really interesting, like, cat yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah he just walks up like hi mamaru i finally found you a flower not hey i it's remember me. when we were kids no, no he no. strolls up to mamaru's like sup babe how Fiori, you doing no, Fiori, brought you a present Fiori thinks they were in a relationship he holds his hand I know. he just literally takes his hand is like hey bae <laughs> why why does he always mamaru never does anything about it like, oh, oh, oh it's like oh my god <laughs> Mama is just like this dude is holding my hand. I don't know. Am I yeah. kind of this dude is, is holding the, my, my hand. right here. What are you going to wait for yeah. her to say? This dude me. is holding my hand. I'm going to wait for this, my girlfriend to deal with this. <laughs> this old lady is making out with me. My daughter just Frenched me. He doesn't do anything. Never, he never reacts. He's just like, what do you oh. think he's like on the bus when homeless people <laughs> demand money from him? He's just like, uh, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> coming from a character that before you really know, quote unquote, his identity, mm. he's all, you know, mysterious and always <laughs> saving Sailor Moon, and yeah. now he doesn't know shit and what he does. It's true. It's like once she figures out that Mamoru is Tuxedo Mask, he becomes completely useless. Yeah, he's, like, mm. <laughs> he's so dependent on her to, like, solve his problems. <laughs> or, or, or in the case of the 90s anime, when he realizes he's Tuxedo Mask. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it's like stop, a werewolf when scenario. Stop, yeah. When he stops hulking out. <laughs> werewolf. A werewolf. But I loved werewolf. But uh, Usagi's reaction to this was so amazing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because oh. he's like, so he's standing there holding Mamoru's hand, and she's like, "Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but you can't. Mamoru is my boyfriend." Yeah, <laughs> and she just like politely like she separates does. No, them. No, it's really cute. <laughs> Physically separates them. Like, um, hey, um, no. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. What? Yeah, like, because in the nineties, in the dub. In the dub, she's so mean, so I don't really feel bad that he pushes her. <laughs> she kind of earned it. Yeah, because in the dub, she's not very nice to him. No, but she, but in the original Japanese version, she's like real polite about yeah. it. She's like, "Oh no, you! I'm sorry. He's my boyfriend. You can't do that." And then he pushes her, and you're like, mm. "What a dick!" I know. Yeah. But in the dub, she's like, "Okay, you're done, and you need to leave." And you're like, "Well, yeah, of course he pushed her. She was being a bitch." <laughs> Again, like, to be fair, though, what would you do? understandable. If you were on the metro and someone um, and some random dude just started holding hands yeah. with Sam, I do, actually, do? you know what? It, I'm such a mean wife that if someone just decided to hold, if a dude decided to hold Sam's hand, I would just watch. <laughs> so mean. You have to deal with this. I wouldn't. I would just sit there and just wait. <laughs> Sam and then if he deal with if, if he looked at me and was like, babe, I'd be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> handle your own shit. I don't know. <laughs> but he does. He shoves her on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and then he just walks off. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He doesn't say whatever, like, Mamaru. I'll be back. We're in love. It's cool. Bye. <laughs> Catch you later. Do you think he had like when he was floating through space, he read like a dating manual where he was like, assert yourself and then leave them wanting more. <laughs> like at the way, he's like, yes, crushed it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Well, so make a date. I'm just going to go with yes. Make a date and then cancel it with no reason <laughs> was given. It, was it one of those stupid, like, pickup artist handbooks? Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> or um, what was that? Oh, The Rules. The Rules. What? Yeah, girl. I there, it I was know, for I'm girls. You. Yeah. It was a whole book of, like, rules for girls. Yeah. And it was like. That sounds really bad. Yeah. It was. It's terrible. It was, ter- okay. it was like, it was like a whole list of things you weren't allowed to do. And it was like, if oh. he calls you after Wednesday and wants to go on a date with you that weekend, you're busy. You have to appear as mm. if you've already got a date for the weekend. Oh, there's so many books like that. That's there's, a, there's a book called Why Men Love Bitches. Yes, I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to read that book. It's like, oh yeah, like play hard again. I know you're going to want to say yes and do this for him, but don't do it because they like bitches. It's like a book. So, a, oh my God, that's what, a bitch. that's what Fiori read. He was yeah. like, bitches. Why men love bitches. Let him, let him see you push someone onto the ground yeah. and then leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> He's going to realize that you want him more than that hoe He'll does. be like, you're a bitch. I like uh, you. <laughs> I like you a lot. Oh, man. That Isagi, she always picks up her phone when I call her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that other guy's much more mysterious. <laughs> but I did like the ensuing scene after this where they all get together. And, and basically, after this scene, there's a scene where they're all at the Hikawa Shrine. Like Shocker. And they're, they're observing this asteroid that is approaching Earth that is basically covered in, in flowers. Well, we don't know it's covered in flowers yet. We don't know it's covered in flowers yet. But right now, it just looks like a weird egg. Yeah, it looks a like A stone egg. egg. A weird, a very nicely weird shaped asteroid. CGI yeah. asteroid. <laughs> By the way, I've decided that the worst career to have in this universe mm. is to be an astronomer oh, in I the know. Juban district. Because oh, yeah. there are... I mean, it relies upon rules of, like, what the stars do and what meteors do. Like, every day, something is fucking up the <laughs> plant. You're like, okay, time to take some notes. Oh, there's a giant flower-covered <laughs> asteroid. Why do I even bother having charts? I agree. Now there's I just totally a agree. giant naked snow queen. What the yeah. no Here's, a, here's yeah. an evil planet yeah. with an alien face on it. Why did I get a degree? <laughs> what was the point of my uh, education man, at all? Exactly. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so... Um, they, in the midst of this scene, after they've talked about the asteroid for like a couple of minutes, they just start talking about Maru and Fi- and I almost said Fiero. You did I almost say Fiero. Fiore. If, if I did have a DJ like board, that would be the part where I'd be like, eh. or, you, or you'd have the 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 Ding. sport whistle that goes. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Fiero. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Although I, this just shows you that I work out way too much because uh, you said Fiero and I was about to be like, ha, now you got to do five burpees. Uh, I don't know I've what that means. I've become a gym rat. <laughs> that was so terrible. I've become a gym rat, you They're guys. Like the best uh, and worst thing ever. Uh, but anyway, Fiore and Mamaru's relationship. And I just love that, first of all, Ami is like, well, I mean, it seems like they gay. Mm, they're in love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's got it figured out. Yeah, she's she like, does. smart. Yeah, woman. she's the like, girls, they gay. The girls are like all about it too. But yeah. Usa- and Usagi doesn't even react because she's just laying on the floor being like, I don't know, maybe they are kind of in love. <laughs> <laughs> they both wear weird bunchy outfits. <laughs> they do both have terrible well, fashion sense. Usagi's got selective intelligence. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's that's actually the uh, the best way I think I've ever heard Usagi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When she's smart, she's really smart. And when she's dumb, she's, she's out of it. She's yeah. dumb. 
mom. <laughs> yeah, but then we do have this uh, little flashback of like her and Mamo and him talking to her about his parents. Yeah. And- what well, I was gonna say was this the first time in the '90s anime that we've really seen inside of his orphan apartment? I don't. Think no, 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 so. we've seen no. In- oh, no, no, no. We've seen inside yeah, the yeah. orphan apartment, but I think this is the first time we've gotten super detailed as far as like what happened. What to happened his to his parents? We've always yeah. known that his the parents have part. been dead. Yeah. That's yeah, the, 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 yeah the, the part where his parents <laughs> really drove off the cliff. We saw, we saw, like I believe in the series at some mm-hmm. point before yeah. that we saw him in like a bed and like there's voice over swimming like he has no memory and he's like I don't and know his parents are dead. Yeah, but that's so, it. Yeah, yeah, we've always known his parents are dead. We're just now finding out how. How exactly? Yeah, yeah totally. Texting uh, while driving. Texting. <laughs> It's they true. were they really uh, they pioneered the whole uh, don't no text texting while driving <laughs> drive. back in 1992 wow <laughs> they were so were they like beeping and driving like they were on, yeah. the, on the beeper uh, telling all my friends to check uh check their messages on the nearest payphone because i've got some gossip <laughs> so anyway uh and then overnight uh flowers from this asteroid orbiting the earth which which according to the meteorologist or whoever he is is no danger they have descend to <laughs> the earth and then the next day there's a really cool discovery slash fight scene where the mm. girls first encounter the devil the flower devil flower this, basically this is the that and uh, this discovery is really the moment i think where sailor moon really levels up i agree no this is such a good scene it's mm. it's like legitimately creepy and cool. so creepy and i think for a lot of us who'd seen the 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 anime and and the really bite-sized clips of mm-hmm. like the really girly stuff and mm. awkward dub this is the first time that it was like oh shit oh, this is serious like there are stakes yeah. To this. Well, because I mean, they wander into the streets of, of the Juban district and they basically find that everybody, it, there's all these people just Wait, like, I'm past- sorry, hold on. We turn a corner and there's several people passed out <laughs> on a city block. It must be Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, this, this, pretty, is, this is Juban. Like, standard. This happens all the pretty time. Standard. It's uh, just, it, but like the, the tonal shift where instead of seeing someone being like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. It is really creepy. Where yeah. it's like really lighthearted and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, uh, oh shit yeah because like, yeah. yeah before then they're just talking about like going to yeah. school and and uh Tibius is all like oh mm-hmm. thanks for the lunch you guys it's yeah. gonna be great Which is and always I'm... weird that she's walking with them when she's like yeah you go to elementary <laughs> school is it your school somewhere else yeah, exactly <laughs> That's fine. exactly but yeah it is it's really creepy like there's no activity and there's all these people passed out in the street and then you find out that they're kind of like plant zombies now Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, which sounds ridiculous, but it's actually really terrifying. Really terrifying. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I watched this movie thinking this scene was super scary yeah. and awesome when uh, when Minako, uh, like, flip kicks one of the zombies. That was zombies. cool. And when Ray like, freaking takes them all out yeah. with Akiryo Taisan. Yeah. Though, no, I will say, as soon as they saw all the people passed out in the street, why didn't they transform? Yeah. Yeah. They need, they need a better reason. Yeah. <laughs> More evidence that something's wrong. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, like I said, this is not a, an uncommon occurrence is where we true? walk into a place and somebody's passed out for no reason. Yeah. So they've got to be like, well, either something was coming or mm. going. Yep. yep. You know what would have been a smart decision? It could have yeah. been like, let's Rochambeau. One of us will have to transform. <laughs> yeah, there we just, go. One. Just, just one. one. Just for safety. Just one. Just in case things yeah. get bad. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Venus, go. Yeah. Okay. You know? She's like, fine <laughs> and 
then if anything goes down, you buy us some time. We'll all transform. It's fine. Back. It's gonna be good. It's, it's, it's exactly. yeah. You may need to sacrifice yourself, but like the rest of us, we're gonna come back. <laughs> just use on. your like basic first attack. It'll <laughs> buy us just enough time to do a dramatic entrance. Yeah. We got this. Yeah, we'll do a little crescent beam action, and we'll just <laughs> come thundering in. <laughs> Jupiter, are you making storm puns again? <laughs> that on if I if I had some sort of power that was based on an element, I would just spend all my time coming up with horrible jokes. I have no yeah, doubt would. that that is true. <laughs> so anyway, um, after they defeat all of the people in their human forms, then it's revealed like, oh, there's actually this flower monster there's a flower monster that has crazy vine tentacle arms well she it's not that first first it just has the creepy spider legs oh, and that's the teeth right. yeah and, and it's she, just like petals with teeth well and she tries to attack chibiusa right. and and usagi like jumps in the way and they go through a window we, yeah yeah that's was hardcore so hardcore that's metal as fuck usagi's like we're just going through this fucking window just tuck and roll i know yeah, and yeah. they do they do. They Tuck totally do. Yeah. Super cool. Um, and, uh, and you know, the fight continues from there, and Mercury and Mars are getting their energy drained, and finally somebody thinks, oh, hey, if we transform, we have magical powers. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of. Um, though, I, though I really like the scene where Usagi returns to the fight. So basically, af- because the impact of saving Chibiusa and going through the window knocked Usagi unconscious. <laughs> going and through glass knocks you unconscious. Yeah, I know. Weird. Uh, it's ridiculous. But Chibiusa decides that she's going to wake her up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's just, like, shaking her awake. She, like, puts napkins in her nose. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it, so when I first watched the and I had never watched this in Japanese mm-hmm, until, we, until mm-hmm. we watched it for the show, mm-hmm. um... In the dub, she it cuts right to her putting the napkins in her nose. Right, and then Usagi wakes and up. And then Usagi, yeah, wakes up. Now, it, but in the original cut, it's a long... She basically suffocates. Oh, yeah. Usagi. That's her plan. She, she puts the napkins up her nose and hopes covers that's enough it, to wake yeah, her up. And it doesn't. It doesn't work, so, so she's she like, covers her well, <laughs> plan B. <laughs> and then for, like, a good solid... Half a minute. I know. So so much that you think the DVD it's, is frozen. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's funny as hell. It's, it's so really good. funny. Yeah, mm. yeah. And and just, uh, she wait. Uh, of course, you know, Usagi wakes up and is like, yeah. "Oh my god, <laughs> why did you try to kill me?" She's like, "Come on, you gotta get in the fight." Uh, and then Usagi, I do really like, and I think this is part of the reason why when I did see this uncut in Japanese for the first time that. Usagi, there's no hesitation to join yeah, the fight. She goes right there's in There's no, the only time in this movie that she surrenders, basically. It, it happens like two times. In the scene after this where they're like, oh, we should all go fight. We got to get Mamoru back after he gets taken away um, by Fiore. And at when her friends are all in danger and she's like, I give up. It's fine. I care about all of them too much. And they felt justified yeah, in this yeah. movie, unlike in the end of the first season right. of the when anime. She's being a wuss about where it. she's being a total wuss. Like in this, you, you felt that it, it, it earned those emotional mm-hmm. levels. Um, but in this scene, there's no hesitation. She's like, yes, I'm going to go join the fight. And then uh, Chibiusa stops her. And I, I just liked that scene, though, where she's like, oh, thanks for rescuing me. <laughs> well, because it shows that they can have a relationship and not be shitty to each other. I know, because, I mean, at this point in Sailor Moon, are, oh, God, they're just so terrible to each other yeah. all the time. So, so, yeah, it was really nice to see that that kind of cute, sweet moment between yeah. them. And, and ultimately, you know, 
Chibiusa is the one who does encourage her to go after Mamoru after he um, gets kidnapped at the end of this scene. So let's talk about uh, how Tuxedo Mask shows up to this fight. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my Do god. you have to show uh, up? Uh, <laughs> um, Tuxedo well, Mask's entrances in the Sailor Moon right. movies are the stuff of legend. Yes, yes. Because, oh, um, well, all right. I'm going to bring it down for you right now. <laughs> so, play by play. Let's go. Here we go. So it. So Fiori comes in after we've demolished the weird. She becomes a weird mm-hmm. plant lady with fabulous abs, by the way. Oh yeah, she's, she's been, been doing she's been doing her Pilates, Pilates girl. She's on that Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, diet. You gotta work out to be a villain. That's what. Yes, I, yes you do. In this universe, mm-hmm. most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be a villain with those abs? With those yes. abs, girl. So <laughs> Fiori comes in after they've destroyed the uh, flower demon chick mm-hmm. with the nice mm-hmm. abs and. Uh, th- th- thus demonstrating that he is the smartest villain ever because he looks at Sailor Moon and he goes, oh, it's you yeah. from yesterday. Yeah! yeah! He knows exactly who she is. Well, duh, she looks just like Usagi. Right, mm-hmm. but no one has ever no, done that. he's literally the smartest villain in the entire Sailor Moon yeah. universe. He knows who she is immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's you. Ugh. <sighs> and he basically fucks up everyone mm-hmm. like he throws ray mm-hmm. into a roll door one of those rolly you know oh, yeah. Yeah. Door. he throws venus through some glass and mercury and mercury yeah. and then he throws jupiter into a phone booth mm-hmm. which by the way looked like from it was from london i agree <laughs> yeah well i, I mean yeah when i was in japan they just had those like freestanding green it's, yeah yeah doesn't look like a Doctor Who but action. Then we wouldn't have gotten <laughs> yeah. the sweet shattering glass, though, if we just had the regular phone booth. So it was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, oh man, I better, oh, you know what, union rules, I gotta take my break, Harry. I'm gonna leave this prop here for a minute. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. That movie down the street. Yeah. Um, so it's just Usagi left squaring mm-hmm. off with Fierro, and he's got crazy. You said Fierro. You said Fierro. Yeah! Yeah! Turn this into a drinking game. God, well, I'm gonna need more wine. All right, sorry. Fiori <laughs> has these crazy sword nails. He's gonna skewer Usagi yeah. like a shish kebab. Oh, yeah. And then boom, it's a rose. And you're like, oh yeah. And it pans up, and there's a billboard. There's a billboard. <laughs> I don't know what it is advertising. It's just a bunch of But dudes. it's a bunch of dudes in tuxedos and masks at a party holding like martini glasses. Martini glasses. And the middle one is obviously tuxedo mask. Couldn't he have just been like on the corner? I don't know. No, he your waist be. He has not, to come not dramatic enough. He for has to, tuxedo mask. He has to straight up take on me come out of a 2D drawing. <laughs> and he walks from the billboard to the street lamp. lamp post. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know I don't, how close those were to how, each other though. Uh, my question is, okay, so this is a two-dimensional billboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how was how he standing? Close enough to this billboard that he actually looked like he was part of it. Guys, is it forced perspective or is no. he? Guys, I really strongly believe that Mamaru has a notebook and he walks around the city in his spare time picking locations no. and practicing what he will do if he has to stand in them. And he's like, ooh. 
you know what would be great? And he like makes some notes and like stands and is like, oh, oh, this billboard. See, there's this like gap where all these people are and there's like a bottle of beer. I'm going to stand in front of that, but on this light. It's going to be great. It's so true, though, because there is just a one-person size gap. (laughs) Like, what is this an ad for that there's just a person-shaped gap? Prom night. Prom night. That's what it's for. (laughs) But only prom night has dudes and martini. That's it. That's the kind of prom night Sounds like my kind of prom night. Hey, oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that happens. But it's not even like, um, it's like a perspective. Like, you think he's on the billboard, and then it, like... Mm -hmm pans out no no no, no he literally he steps, steps, steps out like it's the fucking matrix thing. <laughs> he takes a step out of the billboard he, he takes two out. steps in midair and then he's on the lamp <laughs> also how long has he been standing that's there that's, <laughs> that's the real question he was like like he was walking here's all right here's my theory okay go he was walking mm-hmm he found the the street with all the passed out people. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know what? Shit's about to go down right now. <laughs> Look at that billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a really sweet entrance. <laughs> all right. I'm you know just going to hide I'm out gonna there. I'm going to hide on the billboard. The girls do real good on their own. They might not even need me, but if they need me. I'll be there. I got it. <laughs> My entrance is going to be hella sweet. <laughs> and that's that's why he was, he like, the whole time he was like, what line am I going to? Yes, he really had a lot of time to think about it. We threw three girls through a window before he decided to intervene. We don't know how long these people have been unconscious. Tuxedo Mask might have been there for hours. That is true. (laughs) He's like, I've committed to it at this point. Mm Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. But, I mean, all ridiculousness aside, this scene is very dramatic and very sad. It is. It's very dramatic and very sad. So, basically, um, after this whole thing goes down, there's there's another instance of... This time, Fiore. There we go. Did I get it right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> really goes to attack Sailor Moon with his extendo evil nails. And extendo evil nails. What happens? Yeah. I know. I just love it. It's scary. In, I wouldn't want to get stabbed with dirty fingernails. It's then gross. In, in typical 90s Sailor Moon fashion. See, here's the thing. Is... People were complaining in Sailor Moon Crystal. They're like, oh, it's so dumb to see Mamoru get brainwashed again. I'm like, how many times in the 90s anime does he jump in front of Sailor Moon to save her goddamn life? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so Actual true. human shield, Mamoru <laughs> It's on his resume at this <laughs> point. <laughs> He's real good at it. So yeah, he jumps in the way and he gets stabbed. Now, this is another thing that, that was like a huge shocker for me the first time I saw this movie uncut because... In the deke dub, I mean, you see him get stabbed, but it's uh, you see the nails going towards him. I don't even know that you actually see the silhouette of him getting stabbed. No, you're right, you're right. You see the nails going towards him, you see Usagi's reaction, you hear the sound right. of them landing. And then you see Fiore's face of like, oh, oh fuck. fuck, I just killed and my then boyfriend. You see them retract. Like a split yeah. second, you see the nails retract, and then Mamoru's like, oh, shit, I've been stabbed. No, but wow. there's like a legit, like, pause. There's a there's silhouette. Some impa- yeah, there, there's an impaling you silhouette. You see him get impaled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, this is bad. Yeah. This is not and good. it went real deep. It did. Oh, yeah. Something that really bothered me about this whole entire scene, <laughs> among other things, not <laughs> <laughs> um, is the whole time Fiore's calling her a liar. Yeah. And, no, where did that come from? <laughs> no, that is Fiore's, like, M.O. In yeah. this, is that, is that he is the only one who truly loves 
loves Mamoru and Usagi is deceiving Mamoru. Yeah, like, like, well, like, like, Kazuya. Kazuya. Yeah. like there's not even he doesn't even offer an explanation. No, there's he, no, no, I agree. He's there like, she's no lying. It's not like he, it, like he doesn't even have a good story of yeah. like she's it's, it's lying so to weird. you to inherit yeah. your sweet orphan apartment. Nothing. No, or like. No. It's not like he followed her and she visited the arcade mm-hmm. and had a like, date with Motoki. Had like and, a quarter. Yeah. 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 And he was like, ooh, look, she's talking to other men. No, he has yeah. absolutely no reason for believing random. that Usagi is a liar. And yet he's just decided she he's is. just decided. Yeah, he's that's like, what I'm going to stick to that. Or uh, <laughs> That's my go-to. Or, or, uh, or the evil flower that has possessed him has just decided that's going to be it. That's what she's latched onto. I guess, onto. I guess. Yeah. the evil flower, too. I mean, I was like, can you just do that to your chest? I know, I know, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Because she does, she, like, lives on his lapel. She's just she's like, like little... She's just, like, in his little packet. She like is, boonier. yeah, she's the most evil boonier that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the thing that's interesting is that, okay, so... In the Deke dub, they translated it as being the Cassinian Blossom, which is what they still have in the subtitles on yeah. the Pioneer release. And it honestly sounds like that's what they're saying, but apparently it's actually the Xenian Blossom. But it sounds like Cassinian. But it sounds like they're saying Cassinian, so I don't know if maybe in Japan they pronounce X's with some extra uh, no, sounds. No. Uh, no, well, there's no X in Japan. That's true, yeah. Say, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess that. But it's yeah, like she. yeah, mm. that's the closest. Oh, okay. that's probably what yeah. they're saying. They're saying Shinian blossom. Oh. Yeah. and so that's where they got the the Cassinian from. Yeah, but really, no it should have just been like Shinian mm. blossom. Anyway, she's an e- she's an evil boutonniere that lives. She on- is an evil boutonniere <laughs> that lives on uh, on Fiore's chest and makes him do bad things like kidnap Mamoru. Um- <laughs> oh man, Mamoru's gotten kidnapped again. Uh, again. And also, it's like, what is her motivation? Well, she's gonna take over the planet. Yeah, I mean that's what she does. I mean, ba- because basically, um, Artemis and Luna are like, oh yeah, you know what? Come to think of it, I think that Queen Serenity told us about this during the Silver Millennium they one time. They are. They are. Are the worst at their jobs. Really How no. many instances have we had so far where they're like, oh, oh you right. know what? <laughs> oh, shit. I, we had a board meeting about this and I forgot. That would be me, though. My memory's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kai, do you have a plot? Do you know of a plot? An intergalactic plot no. that you need to share with the rest of us. Yeah, she'll when we're in the she'll thick of it. It's happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, let, you let me know when you remember. Yeah. <laughs> much, much like Luna and Artemis. Uh, yeah, and then uh, they're all like, all right, cool, we're gonna, we gotta go rescue Mamoru. He's on that asteroid, obviously. It's covered in flowers. There's gonna be flowers that take over the Earth and drain all the energy and... Take ever, over the planet. And take over the planet, like you do. Um, and uh, and they're all gung-ho about going. Sailor Moon's like, no, guys, I don't want anybody else to get hurt. And, and it almost seems like she might go by herself. You know what I mean? No. Like, I felt like her reaction in this case wasn't a, no, we're just going to sit here and cry. It's a, no, I don't want any of you to get involved. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to cry it out for a little while and then I'm totally, I'm I'm totally going. Totally going to go do that. Even in the dub, even in the dub, it's a, it's a good moment too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's not being a whiny brat about it. She's like, no, we are not going. Totally. She doesn't say I'm not going. She's like, we are not going. Yeah. I am not risking any more friends. Yes, exactly. Um, and ultimately, I liked that it was Chibiusa who kind of convinced her to yeah, go. By shooting by her. By shooting her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
You know what that the sign says? Um, it says um, gambate, which means like good luck. Good luck. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yay. Yeah. I've never known what the sign, what yeah. the little thingy said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yes. Isn't that sound? I was like, oh, how cute. She's like, good luck. Cute. Well, and this is, and this actually, they didn't cut. Chibiusa pulling a gun on her. That's very in true. The, in the when dub. this was released as a, as a dubbed film, there, mm. I mean, there was no way they could cut it out, which they did cut out Chibiusa pulling a gun on her in when she R first series. shows yeah. up yeah. in Sailor Moon R in the deep dub, uh, and they didn't in this movie. So a lot of people are like, "No, she totally pulled a gun on her in the deep dub," yeah, yeah, because the what they're remembering is this movie where right. where she shoots her with oh. the little dart that, as you say, says "gambate." Yeah. And so then they, they sailor teleport away to the flower asteroid. Does she just have a, a variety of bullet messages and she just decides? Yeah, probably. She decided that was the, the one for this situation. She's like, hold on. Well, she's got a lot of darts like Hawkeye has arrows. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Like if you're sick, she comes to the hospital and shoots you with one that says get well soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Japanese for get well soon? Is there? Um, You would just say... No, like something about just being genki. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like happy, energetic. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. God, now I forgot. Now it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. So talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Talk like, amongst yourselves. I, I used just to wondering... say that a lot. Um, I was wondering if there was just a saying. There is, for there is. Okay. But you keep talking. Guys. Okay, We're going to keep right. talking. So basically, <laughs> I am inspired by Chibiusa's message of encouragement. That they... is shot directly at her face. Yes, they, <laughs> they teleport away. To the to the asteroid full of flowers, and then there's a really epic fight scene with all the the flower girls who now are sort of like snake snakes. Medusa. I see. I feel like those Medusas. are more. I felt like those were more rude, maybe. Oh, that makes way more sense. I mean, that makes way more sense. I mean, than it does snakes. look like. Okay, yeah, I remember it. It's oh, great. Odaijini. 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 And translated like that. There's like different ways that like you usually just say Odaijini. Odaijini. It's like yeah. get well soon. And then translated is get well soon or is it's it? It's like really, it, also, it really means just like take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's legit. I like that. Odaijini. Okay. Um, and, I really uh, should learn Japanese. It would make a lot of things oh, easier. Clearly I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like this fight scene. Like this good, is, man. This is one of those instances where, and I mean, part of it is because like, the animation in the movies is a little better than it's, the animation yeah, is in the show. Yeah, so much better. It's Less bubble faces. More consistent. And... Yeah, and the attacks look really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing that they did in this movie was they used a little less of the stock footage attacks. Yeah. These and are real-time attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was more real-time attacks, and it was awesome, and it seemed super powerful. And even, like, when uh, Sailor Moon used Moon Princess Halation to, like, nuke the remaining oh, bad guys. Oh, so it's cool. just a laser. Awesome. Right? It was yeah. just, like, a, a Ray, like a swath of destruction. Yeah, yeah. And I want to give Moen. big ups to the the soundtrack. Yeah! Uh, yeah, I love all of that cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I was eating it up. The, the, the <laughs> elevator music game show transformation yeah. music. That's sweet, sweet cheese. There's something like emotional about it. It's like, oh yeah, like I can yeah. see it. You know? Yeah, it's nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah, it harkens back to to. Days of yore. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> to yesteryear. To yesteryear. Um, and uh, but but yeah, I, I really I really liked this fight scene. Of course, it culminates in the the now we say rooted flower ladies, not yeah. snake flower ladies. Like I mean, they're in a, with, it does look like snakes because of the way like, it's drawn. It looks like snakes wearing 
super but their, saiyan their attack, armor. <laughs> their attack makes more sense when you think of it as a root. Yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. And, the, and they basically form like this big flower wave and oh, all of the shit, other man. senshi besides Sailor Moon get like engulfed Don't they in push it. her? Oh, yeah, Mars it's, push yeah Mars they Mars push her out of the way. It's this amazing moment that really did make me emotional. Uh, it makes me emotional every time I watch it where literally Mars just sees what's about to happen and grabs her and shoves mm-hmm. her out of the way and then they all get it's like um it reminds me of the the elemental from hellboy 2 yeah mm. uh and then it's just like this wave of plants and they all just get buried like they're all in a grave now mm, and yeah. she's just by herself because they've thrown her to safety and that scene where she's digging through the flowers oh, trying to find so them and, you, and she knows it's hopeless yeah. oh it's so, so good it could have tried a little harder to run away though just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're just watching it go like, they are oh, like oh there it is yeah, that's, oh, true. Shit. that's true <laughs> we all could have dove out of the way meanwhile yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe meanwhile elsewhere on this planet previously <laughs> previously on sailor moon R the movie mamaru was taken captive by fiore and he's held in a weird like fish tank it is like a weird fish tank it's like a crystal filled with liquid, liquid. No, you would think you got your boo you'd put him in a bed it's like if you've ever been to this really pretentious bar downtown called the standard oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's a glass booth above the lobby that literally just has a girl hanging out in it and mm-hmm. she's not sexy dancing she's like reading a book what the hell? or like <laughs> how is she talking up? on the phone how is she in there do you they get paid her in for there? This? Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm, I'm in. Is it water and then it's... <laughs> no, there's no it's, water. It's just a glass case. case. Oh, okay. It's just a glass case. Fun I fact, could read I, so much in there. Yeah. The, um, no. I, it's, you get to have... I could totally finish the Lunar Chronicles and yes, get paid exactly. for it. Exactly. <laughs> I could and finish that much faster. You just sit in there in like like uh, panties and a shirt and you just oh, like I could do that you oh are God. a display Doable. and you don't acknowledge anyone around you I who do feel I like... send my resume to I know. <laughs> I'm fact, really good I know at sexy the first, reading I know the first man who convinced them to put a man in that booth That's and it's amazing. him he showed up and was like you've never had a man in this booth bear with me he and he talked them like, into it he was basically like Mamoru in this movie <laughs> exactly so I think that that's what um, Fiori was going for oh yeah he was, went he to that was bar like, I want, he went to the standard <laughs> yeah. and he was like I've got a great idea <laughs> my boyfriend's gonna look so good in this in this container yeah. beautiful yeah well, and, and Mamoru remembers who he is, and this is wherein we learn of Fiore's plot, which is basically, he's like, you know, the people of Earth left you all alone, Mamoru. All you of them. So, so every all single the people person on, Earth. on the Earth. I haven't been here, but I'm going to assume that things have been terrible for that you. That the entire yeah. Earth is guilty for your parents driving off a cliff. (laughs) The problem with this movie for me was the misguided villain (laughs) motivation. Yes. (laughs) He he has missed the mark somewhere. He really has. He has. Like, someone needed to have taken care of that kid. He's like, like, here's how I'm going to get my boyfriend back. I'm going to bring some flowers and destroy the planet that he lives on. I'm also going to shove his girlfriend and then also try to stab her later. Yeah. Call her a, a liar. A liar. Even though yeah. I have zero proof as to what she's I'm lying gonna, about. I'm going to like magic crucify her. Yes. And murder her. <laughs> also, it makes no sense that he's like, everyone left you alone. Because when he comes back to Earth, he's with a bunch of he friends. He is surrounded by friends <laughs> on a planet. 
pleasant afternoon out. Yeah. And he wasn't alone walking down a street. Like, he's like, everyone left you alone. It's like, if I saw a guy surrounded by beautiful women having a great time outdoors, I'd be like, that guy's doing pretty okay. He's doing all right. He has, as far as Fiore knows, everything is great. But he's like, no, your life is horrible now. Fiore is reacting as if he found him in the gutter addicted to heroin somewhere. Usagi was his dealer. Like, that's the way he's yeah. That girl is lying to you. She's just giving you drugs to make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so he... Um, so... He, he leaves Mamoru behind because right. he's healing theoretically in this weird fish tank. This weird fish he's, tank. he's Mark Hamill in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yes. He's just got to chill out yeah. and heal. In the swamp? In the swamp. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh. In, that, in that tank after he gets attacked um, uh, uh, when they're on Hoth. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Before, before he gets well enough to get out and French his sister. Mm-hmm. Right. Which... <laughs> Also could have that's 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 that fits on par for Sailor Moon. That fits right into this universe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the Fiore has gone to join in the Fiore. Ah! Oh, <laughs> we don't even know anymore. What is his name? Fiore. Fiore. He joins the evil flowers in the fight against the Sailor evil, Moon and the company. The evil flower brigade. He's like, well, I put my boyfriend in a jar. I'm going to go kill his girlfriend. Everything's <laughs> going great. So he tries to kill all her friends. He tells her to give up the fight. She's like, nah, I'm going to destroy you. And then her friends are all like in an evil energy beanstalk. Um, <laughs> they are, though. It really so is. Uh, and she's like, all right, fine. I give up. I care too much about yeah. them. I love them. I love them. Basically, I... basically showing huh. him. You were not down with the love? I was not. I'm down for the love. Okay. okay. All right. But I'm like, girl, <laughs> I would not destroy a planet to save my friends. <laughs> no. You would sacrifice your friends to You'd save the like, planet. You'd be like, sorry, friends. friends. I think, I, I think that, that's like the Mars mentality. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. Mars well, is like, you idiot yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like her, yeah i also feel like her friends would get it they'd be like bitch girl come mm. on now it's a whole fucking it's okay yeah it's our lives are not that important this like, is look, our we job have, they're we like have future personalities fine we're alive yes. somewhere they're like we've <laughs> died before we it's died not a big deal. deal it's not a big deal like we can probably get revived like we'll just bounce back <laughs> we're alive somewhere yeah, yeah. we're good <laughs> Technically, we're alive somewhere in some time. Just, just make out with say, uh, with tuxedo mask, and we'll all be. And everything's gonna be somehow. fine. Is that exactly. like? Is that like the like the Sailor Scout uh, Jimmy Buffett equivalent of like it's five o'clock somewhere? Yeah, yeah. we're all alive. We're all somewhere. alive in some time. We're all alive. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but she does. She gives up the fight and uh, and Fiore. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Fuses with the Cassinian, Zinian, whatever. Oh my blossom. god! I just remembered how they do this in the dub, and it's fucking ridiculous. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, so you know he gets her, he gets a hold of Usagi, right, right, and right. like starts to suck her energy, right, and the creepy hands come out of the field, yeah. right, yeah, and, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. The and they're sucking on the energy. Away. In the dub, in the dub, I'm so ready. <laughs> The line that he says is, raise your hands if you want this energy. Oh and God, all the hands come that. out of the ground. 
I totally remember that. Like, it, like, soups on. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, raise your hands if you want this energy. And then the hands literally raise out of the flowers. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so bad. So he's draining all of Usagi's energy. And he's basically accusing her of, like, you're such a liar. You're so happy. Liar. Everybody always loves you. You don't know what it's like to be alone and feel like it was oh, useless that you right. were born. And all of her friends have these really sad flashbacks to, like, we were weird loners, oh, too. Like, Ami's is everyone's like, she's really smart, but she's kind of a snob. Yeah, and, yeah. and Ray's, of course, is the, oh, she's that psychic girl. She's weird. She's weird. And she's and, always hanging out with those crows. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and Makoto always getting into fights and Sailor Venus is there. Like, well, she's like, always running off and doing stuff on her own. She really doesn't relate to any of the girls in our clique. Well, the sad thing with, uh, with Jupiter is that it's not even like she's in a fight. She's mm-hmm. just sitting under a tree and she's they're like, strong. they're like, she was thrown out of her school for fighting. Yeah. I heard she beat up a teacher and she's just sitting under a tree she's like guys i'm just tall fuck yeah. off <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah yeah Poor it's girl. so true um but they're all basically begging him not to kill her and he's like nope i'm gonna do it anyway she's a deceiver she doesn't like any of you either oh, and, he's, and he gets more creepy I know. spiky talents yeah he does and he's gonna um stab her but he ends up uh, dropping her because Tuxedo Mask has decided to be useful. He busted out of the fish tank. He broke out. And then he throws a rose at Fiore. Watch and it it's, out now. And it's super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Tuxedo Mask has used rose But what do you think of, like, I'm going backwards a little bit. What no, do you think sure. of decline? I mean, where, where a Sailor Moon declined to uh, kill her friends and then for some reason, it actually saved everybody. Uh, I thought that was weird. Yeah, it was unusual. It was like, but okay, here's the thing: is in the '90s anime, there's a lot of her being like, "No, I don't want to fight. I don't want anybody else to die," and blah blah blah. And this is the first time where we're like, "All right, maybe that was the right choice." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like that happening is like, well, then Fiore has it was a, a lose lose situation was, here. It was a little out of character. <laughs> been like oh i've won oh kill these guys yeah it was like oh i'm gonna kill you i'll let your friends that have superpowers they'll go yeah the only way i'm gonna justify it i can't believe you're even gonna try is that because he's so obsessed with the idea of usagi being a deceitful or a deceitful horrible woman Mm. okay is he probably went (laughs) She's deceiving all of these girls too. Oh. You know what? You know what I mean? Uh, okay. okay. You know. Okay. You you might have saved us all. Are yeah. you picking yeah. up what she's throwing yeah. down? Yeah. I'm I got once it. again yeah. probably was, giving the '90s anime too much credit. He was like, I, I want no, all of these idiots to see what a horrible person this person yeah, is. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It works. Um, all right. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah. But fortunately, Tuxedo Mask comes to the rescue, and that destroys. It's a great yeah. rose throw. It's really oh, yeah. good. He throws that good. rose. It stabs that boutonniere. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he wants to, he knows how to throw that rose. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is perfected rose throwing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's been throwing a rose for a good 89 Well, episodes. the boutonniere, when he throws the rose, the boutonniere isn't even a thing anymore. He's mm-hmm. merged with her. Yeah. And it's yeah. all these creepy flesh tendrils wrapped around his body. Yeah, yeah. and like, her mm-hmm. hand is, like, draped over his yeah. shoulder. Oh, yeah, the boob grab. The boob grab. Yeah, the boob grab. Yeah, oh, that boob grab. But not a fun... 
Not a not fun, fun way. Not the fun Chris <laughs> Evans like boob grab. Cover, yeah. yeah. This is, no, it's creepy. It's not it's the totally fun creepy. Chris Evans boob grab. It's <laughs> yeah. like creepy, dis- creepy. Yeah. monster boob grab. Yeah, because well, I, mean, I mean, he gets hit with the rose and that causes him to kind of like unfuse with the flower. Yeah. Where, and the flower's like, no, don't give up. I'm here with you. But he's so devastated being like, oh my God. My boyfriend don't love my me. My boyfriend don't love me either. Senpai <laughs> threw something at me. <laughs> <laughs> And he, uh, and, and so he vanishes. Yeah, well, he doesn't, he, yeah, he does. He vanishes first. And Temporarily. We, yeah, <laughs> he vanishes and we celebrate vanishes, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, uh-oh, the, um, you know, the asteroid is now careening towards the Earth, which mm-hmm. is a problem. <laughs> is it? <laughs> and, uh, and, and Sailor Moon is like, don't worry, guys, I got this. I'm going to silver crystal power and we're, it's going to be fine. We're yeah. just going to redirect this. But Fiori comes back, though. He does. And he's like, BT Dub, the I'm core of this here. planet is going <laughs> to explode on Earth and fuck up everything. And I know what you're trying to do with this magical stone of yours. Yeah. And that's where the really uncomfortable boob grab happens. That's a very uncomfortable boob grab. <laughs> yeah. He grabs, I mean, he doesn't grab her boob. No, he grabs her he brooch. He grabs the brooch. But he just but... like, he just like straight up just grabs her chest and then just twists. Well, there's like that horrible like thumb imprint yeah, on her boob. Oh, yeah. Well, he grabs the brooch so hard she untransforms. Yeah. She gets naked. She becomes all ribbony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I found odd because there was like so much ribbon and <laughs> barely any just to cover the <laughs> <laughs> skin. The way I was what I was thinking about is the way the animation is when she does transform mm-hmm. is that the ribbons wrap around her and then it's gloves and then the ribbons wrap around her yeah, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's boots. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, she's uncovered. She's coming undone. <laughs> well, no, she's coming undone and that's, yeah. like, terrifying. No, it is. No, this scene is very disturbing. Um, But I did really like the way that she ended up, like, defeating... Fiore, you which mean was with love? With love. I mean, it was because I, I mean, this. Okay, I would like to give the 90s anime a lot of credit for this flashback scene. It is a good flashback. Because they justify it. They justify mm-hmm. why Usagi would have met Mamoru in the hospital as a child. Yes. She was there because her little brother had just been born. Yeah. Oh, yes. Shingo was getting ready for a lifetime of <laughs> craziness. And- at his house. This is going to be the last peaceful night he has. <laughs> Poor Shingo. Poor Shingo. Yeah, so he's he's just been born, and she's at the hospital visiting her mom and her new baby brother. And she hears Mamoru crying in his in his hospital room, and she goes to see him, and he's like, oh, my friend is going away, and it's really sad. She's like, well, I'm going to be a big sister now. You want one of these roses I brought for my mom? <laughs> so really... Usagi is the root of all evil because she's the one who gave him the rose in the first place. So she's also the root of Mamoru's rose obsession? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she was his gateway drug. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. his gateway drug. She was his dealer. She was his rose she dealer. Was. She was. <laughs> so in some ways, Fiore is kind of right about Usagi causing problems because if it weren't for her, he would have not have been obsessed with flowers. So then, then Fiore is like, Oh, I'm the asshole. Yeah. Yes. He's like, you're the one who gave me the rose kind of yeah. indirectly. A, so now we're you were friends. nice to my boyfriend. And B, you're the reason I have a rose. Uh, so, so it's like, I was smart enough to notice you, Sailor Moon, are the same as Usagi. But <laughs> I'm not going to remember you were that girl. Even though no one no, else had that hair. I mean, to be fair, he didn't he wasn't know. There. He wasn't there when when Wasn't baby... he like creeping through the edge? <laughs> I think I mean, he was. He okay. probably was, but I don't believe 
that was animated. He seems in a little there. stalker status. He is Absolutely. a little stalker. No, that, that I will not disagree with. Yeah. Um, but uh, moral of the story, don't give a rose to anybody. Yeah, basically don't, don't do it. Sailor Moon gives a rose to a Tuxedo Mask mm-hmm. or Mamoru at the time, mm-hmm. and then he becomes obsessed with her. He gives a rose to Fiore, and then oh, he becomes obsessed don't with give him. a rose. Don't do it. Watch no out. flowers. Oh, my nope. God. If Sam ever came home with roses, I would just slap him right <laughs> out of his hand. He's like, obsession potion. No! <laughs> <laughs> you get those out of here. So, How dare you, sir? So once he realizes the error of his ways, he disintegrates again, this time for good. I, he it, seems... Ish. He's you dead-ish. Ish. He's, He's dead-ish. Ish. God, Sailor Moon has a way of making you feel bad for the villain when yeah the villain. yeah yeah like, oh you fucker come back I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like why <laughs> yeah so he he disintegrates and dies but we still have a problem uh, this asteroid is still careening towards the earth right at which point shit gets serious yeah. the expression on her face when she's like, I'm going to use that silver crystal and she transforms into Princess Serenity, which, by the love way... It. I love it. By the way, I would like to talk about a little inconsistency uh-huh. in the Deke dub here. In the Deke dub, her name was Princess Serena. She was not Princess Serenity. Oh, she was Princess Serena. Right. But by the time... Her mom they, is Serenity. Right, by the, Serena. By yeah. the time they dubbed this movie, her name had turned into Serenity. That's true. <laughs> because in, in it, when they're all, like, supporting her yeah, and they're, they're having like, their Serenity. flashbacks... Yeah, they're having their flashbacks to how she was so wonderful and helpful to them and made them feel like they had friends. They're all like, Serenity! Yeah, she wasn't Princess Serenity. Nope, she sure wasn't. Oh, Serena. That's yep. all right. You know what? Power of love was so goddamn good. <laughs> yep, yep, I'll, I'll, I'll accept anything. I'll allow it. I'll yeah, allow yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have to say, because I, I mean, pff, girl, you know I'm all about some power of love, which was the Deke pop song that played so during this, this whole thing. Uh, it's you so, so well. Good. Well, because it's all quiet. To They're clarify, this is not. No, not I Huey a, Lewis in I the am, I am as big a fan of the Huey Lewis oh, song. Completely. Oh, my God. But I this have is to. a different power of love. I have love. to tell you. I have to tell you what happened today. So I was in the car. I was driving mm-hmm. Sam to the gym before I came over here. And I was telling, he was like, oh, what are you guys going to talk about today? And I was like, oh, we're going to talk about the Sailor Moon R movie. And he's like, oh, I didn't watch that one. I was like, well, it had like the greatest pop song ever, uh, um, Power of Love. And he's like, really? It had Power of Love? And it took me five minutes to realize he thought that <laughs> it was, like that it was Huey Lewis, Lewis just an asteroid <laughs> hurling towards Earth with Huey Lewis being That's like, the power of love, love. Yeah. change oh your heart yeah. to a little white dove. Yeah, and I was talking about that how... Really good dub, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but you know, at the time I hadn't seen Don't any... Don't take money! Yeah. And I was Don't like, take and we were talking about it. Don't need a credit card <laughs> to ride this train. And she's just transforming yeah. the and whole I, time. Yeah, and I was like, you know, but at the time I hadn't seen, and he goes, Back to the Future? And I went, no. no. And then that's when I realized. I was, like, was, I was like, no, power not Power of Love. love. Uh, power of All right. Fans <laughs> of the show are our loyal people. I want you All to edit of you. the clip that features... The power of love that is in the dub. I want you to replace that <laughs> with the power love of love by Huey Lewis. Make it, make oh it. I would love that so God. much. Make it fucking be. happen. <laughs> Amazing. Do Amazing. it. Amazing. Oh, no. We'll share the shit out of that. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, the, the actual, actual power of love. So, oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about something? <laughs> 
All right, well, I want to set, but I want to set it up for you. So the asteroid is going towards Earth. Everyone's like, we're so fucked right now. Mm. And then there's Usagi on her knees, and she's with all the blowy ribbons around, and she's got the silver crystal, and it's lit up, and she's just with her eyes closed. And then right when she opens her eyes, she's like looking at the camera, and when she opens her eyes, it's when the awesome fucking keyboard starts, and it's like. shit's going to get good <laughs> when usagi just pops on her princess yeah! dress when she's so pissed she's like i don't even have time for a transformation yeah, sequence true. boom dress let's fucking do this yeah! <laughs> that dress. Uh, and everybody... get my white dress it's time to kick some ass <laughs> and everybody starts holding hands it's and so then mamaru mamaru gets his sweet fucking prince armor on and like holds her and she's got the crew. It's so goddamn it's good. It's amazing. Mm. The one thing oh. I will say is that <laughs> is the power of love like ends on a way happier note it than, really does, than Moon Revenge, right. the original song that's which is in the also scene, cool. which is also amazing. Um, so that like power of love is like, it's the power of love. And it fades out. Well, well, meanwhile, her brooch is broken and her eyes have gone blank and she seems dead. Right. But at least like at that point in Moon Revenge, it's like the musical outro. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think Moon Revenge is in a minor key. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's oh, a little yeah. more dangerous it and, is. and appropriate. It's a little it, more dangerous. It is a little happy in Power of Love as she is like collapsing in death. <laughs> yeah, power of love, no pupils. Power of love, collapsing in her lover's arms. Power of love, infinite space darkness. Kari, are you familiar with the song Power of Love? I had the um DVD. I mean CD. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, Power did of Love. Did you guys have no, that one? Oh, that one, um, did you have the one Girl, that featured? I have it in my iTunes. Oh, <laughs> Here's yeah. the question. I need a copy. I Do you on iTunes. I couldn't find it. They don't have it on iTunes. I found yeah, it on Sailor Moon She illegally downloaded it. Oh, you can find she it converted it. Oh. Yeah, don't, don't illegally download things, kids. Children. It's bad. Uh, on YouTube, you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you be my dealer, right. and then an alien will come. And I for it, you know, on iTunes. I was like, oh, because I tried to find it too, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was I was like, like you're not here, rainy nah. day man, right? My only love. Oh, oh, here's the memory away. I'll, I'll put it in a Dropbox. <laughs> here's the question: That whole uh, when they were releasing those albums, did you hear the the really bullshit song that was not on any of the Sailor Moon albums? But they She's released got it. the power. That's the one. <laughs> Um, the, the one if you look at it on YouTube it's like hey kids do you love Sailor Moon here's a great song about Sailor Moon <laughs> it's just like a Sailor Moon music video it is it's some bullshit song that has nothing to do with Sailor Moon called She's Got the Power but they put Sailor Moon clips to it yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah it was uh, very bizarre just a thumbs up a thumbs down you know I'm on the fence I kind of like it I'm gonna say thumb up yeah yeah, really? yeah look sort it up it. Sailor it. Moon She's Got the Power I'm gonna check it, it out. Kind of do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, be it Moon Revenge or Power of Love, Power this of is love. a great scene. So she's basically dead. She's basically dead. Her brooch exploded. She died. All the shiny the bits went out of her eyes, which mm -hmm. in '90s anime means serious death. shit. They diverted so the asteroid into Earth's orbit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And uh, and everything's fine except for the fact that she's pretty dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, then they're all like trying to get her to wake up. They're like, "Oh, Usagi, and why did you crying. do that?" And and this is the one instance where, okay, so as anyone who's been listening to this podcast knows, 
The thing that drives me absolutely freaking bonkers about the 90s anime is that using the silver crystal equals death. Mm-hmm. Even though she never dies using never, the silver crystal. Never ever dies using the silver crystal. But every time she tries to use the silver crystal, they're like, no, Usagi, you'll die. It she be- never dies. It becomes like the boy who cried wolf. Again, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, but again, I'm going to be like, no, fine. you're not. As we all know, <laughs> death is pretty temporary in Sailor Moon. But Very this time, true. she actually did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she seems pretty dang dead. Well, she'd probably be dead if Tuxedo Mask didn't make out with her. That is oh, true. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Important. Which brings yeah. us to our next scene. Right. But good. I liked that it wasn't just like the power of Tuxedo Mask's love brought her back. It was very specifically. So he's she's like laying pretty dead in his arms. And, uh, and not only is she really dead, she's really <laughs> oh, sincerely dead. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> sorry, and, I had uh, to do it. And Fiore, right? Fiore? Yes. Yeah. Yay. Think of Fiore. Oh, see? You said Fiore even though I threw in a Wizard of Oz reference. So you did it. You get double points there. So Fiore appears to Tuxedo Mask and is like, listen. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Boo, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. This girl is great. Uh, I'm dead, but all of my life energy is in the nectar of this flower, so why don't you just, like, suck that up and give it to Sailor Moon? (laughs) Is that exactly what he says on the... That is a word-for-word quote. How dare you question the authenticity? I mean, that might be paraphrasing slightly, but... It sounds like like Shakespeare. It's beautiful. (laughs) And he does. He, like, takes the nectar from the flower and gives Fiore's... Biore, right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. You got Biore. it. You did good. Biore. It does <laughs> rhyme with Biore. I'm questioning myself every time I say something. <laughs> Gives his life energy to Sailor Moon and and revives her that way. And a kiss. And yeah. then he floats away in a bubble into space. I know. AKA dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like as his okay. baby self. As his baby self. It was really cute. Real cute. Baby self. All the baby yeah. selves in this are real. Like, can we talk about how freaking cute baby Usagi is in oh, the flashback Oh, I know. Scene? With her double, oh. double oh. head. so cute. And yeah. curls. I baby know. anything is cute. I know. I know. Yeah, they, they were real good at animating children in the yeah. 90s. Anyway. <laughs> baby um, Mamaru's cute. I know. In pajamas. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so he, he revives her using the, the life energy that I was in I want to see baby flower. fat friend. Oh, baby fat <laughs> friend. Do you know about fat friend? Fat friend hasn't been in Sailor Moon for like 20,000 episodes. Yeah, so she'd be a real cute baby. <laughs> I didn't look at that friend. I don't know if you Google it. friend, I don't think it's going to come up. I don't even know if she had an actual name. But someday this podcast will be famous enough. Uh, I'm I'm sure a fan. Yeah, fat friend. Look it up. But yeah, so so she comes back to life and everyone is happy and there's a group hug and and they're just, all crying. But it's just good times for all. Although there's are... something else that I I think is really cool about this movie that we we don't see as much where um in the in the the seasons you mm-hmm. tend to see um you know there's always like a postscript where it's like Everybody at the arcade, like, well, I'm glad that's over with. And this movie ends with them yeah. still, like, just holding each other and being like, 
oh my god we yeah. all almost died yeah. and we're and alive space and we're and, fl- and like laughing and crying and hugging each other and then it just pans out and that's it yeah, yeah. there's not like a scene of them at the mall afterwards with Chibiusa right. and Usagi fighting again yeah it's like, like it ends on a major yeah. scope no the last we see of of uh Chibiusa in this movie because they leave her behind yeah um and she and not Artemis in space and- she's not <laughs> in no, space no 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 she's in Juban she's at the house to clarify with the, with the, the cats house. yeah she's under the cats are watching her to say they leave her behind with the cats on earth okay and uh and she's sitting on the rooftop with them going (laughs) i hope that everything works out okay (laughs) well she said is is this the one where she says sailor moon is everyone's mother yeah 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 she's like sailor moon is everyone's mom so she's gonna take care of everyone it's It's real cute it's cute yeah did you straight up search Sailor Moon fat, fat friend. friend, Sailor Moon. And she came up. Yeah, what is her name? Does up? she have a name? Her name unknown. Unknown. Oh, <laughs> but it's her. It's, it's oh yeah, it's her. I'm looking at Kari's phone. It's her. Oh my god. Fat friend. Fat friend Sailor Moon. For those of you just joining us, um, in <laughs> it really is on the on the Wiki Moon. It's Usagi's fat friend. <laughs> in the early episodes, before the rest of the Senshi <laughs> show up. She has a trio of friends, and one of them is just a shorter, stouter girl that we just because we ha- we're like we this, no one has, this one we has no bangs, and this one yeah, is no name. longer hair, and this one is clearly the only chubby person in this in school. I know, yeah. So we just so she's fat she doesn't have a name, so we called her fat friend. She was also really mean. Yeah. I didn't. She like wasn't her. nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but apparently, if you Google Sailor Moon Ooh, fat, fat friend, friend, you can find there it. She is. Yeah. You will she know exactly who she is. Wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> that's how you know. You know, Sailor Moon fans will. will someone's gonna write this up mm-hmm. for us. So I'm so happy right now. You guys. <laughs> she's she's like uh. the Enid from Sweet Valley High. Oh my oh God! My could God. you be any whiter? <laughs> <laughs> any whiter? Uh. So uh, yeah. That's how the movie ends. It's great. I freaking love this movie, you guys. This it's is pretty the best boss. movie. It's the only one of the Sailor Moon movies that I think is really good. Well, yeah. yeah. I want to watch all of them, terrible or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean they're they're all. I mean, they all have merit to. Because once again, yeah. it's like they all were theatrical releases, mm-hmm. so they hold up a little better yeah. animation wise than the series right. does. This one is the best. Story. Story wise, yeah, yeah. But the animation's um, beautiful. The animation in the is other beautiful. Two. Sailor Moon S, the only thing it really has mm-hmm. going for it is the Outer Scouts and mm-hmm. uh the uh Luna becoming a hot babe. Yep. I always thought it awkward though. Well, her, her frenching mm-hmm. the dude awkward. Her yeah. being the hot babe I was a fan of because yeah. she had a fabulous dress. She yeah. did. She looked real good. She looked real good. She confused me a little bit at the beginning with the black moon one, the black black moon villain. Oh, oh yeah, she was, no, no, no. What, oh, yeah, she looks. Yeah, look, she yeah. looks kind of like uh, Koan. Yeah, Koan, that's, that's it. Sorry, right. Koan, that's and it. Also, a little bit like Queen of Helena as well, yeah, like, like from the the villain from the um the Super S story arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna go watch that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Super S movie is absolute garbage. Well, There's I, nothing good about it. That's okay. okay. That's not, okay. I don't know that it's so much garbage. Is well, that it's I only ever saw it dubbed. What is happening? Like this really like. Maybe you should do some drugs before you watch it, I'm, and it'll make more sense. I've like never the, seen it. It's I'm like very the equi- excited. It's oh, the Sailor oh Moon God, equivalent right? of The Wall. Totally, yeah. Oh, oh we wow. Will, we, it will, is weird. we will talk about it on this podcast oh, yeah, sometime. We'll get, we will get there. But in the meantime, any uh, closing thoughts on uh, this film? 
Uh, I mean, it was fun. Add power yeah. of love to your workout playlist. <laughs> It's yeah. the only way to go. Yeah, contact Emma Five for some iTunes. Stuff oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys, if you guys want any of my sweets, come to the files. back door though. <laughs> uh, just, um, just uh, talk to me. <laughs> I, I, I think my advice would be stay away from botanical gardens because <laughs> clearly that's how all bad things yeah. start. Well, and and and, and uh, jumping off of that, my advice is uh, never give anybody a rose ever. No. Ever, <laughs> exactly. Never give a rose yeah. ever. I think if there's any moral lesson to take away from this film. Oh, I follow up. Don't try to find love in a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. At least, Uh, yeah. Disagree because that's where Usagi and Mamoru first met. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. All right. So do try to find love in a hospital. Especially if that person has amnesia. Yes. That's a tough situation. That's the wrong message to be said. Go to a hospital, imprint upon somebody who has amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) Like a mommy bird. if there's a flower with a lady talking to you inside don't it. Don't take that flower. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't pick that flower. Don't put it on your chest. <laughs> the flower with the pretty lady, don't give it to your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. no. Mm-mm. Don't put it on yourself, near yourself, or listen to it. No. <laughs> Just pick a carnation. I'm pretty sure there's like a Greek tale very similar to like that mm-hmm. that has that same lesson i actually think you're right i feel like there's a greek story of yeah. like the lady flower don't do it yeah the lady the if, anybody, lady flower. if anybody can tell us what that myth is please let us know i could be combining welcome, a bunch of many ways to do so. welcome to the greek mythology podcast <laughs> <laughs> but uh that is uh i mean that's kind of it that kind of that's, that's gonna conclude this episode of love and justice Woo! a super serious sailor moon podcast Kari, thanks so much for having oh me. Yay! You guys, I have missed speaking Sailor Moon. With yeah! So Come back anytime. Yeah, Please girl. invite me again. Yeah. We'll, Absolutely. We can review S and SS if you yeah! guys talk shit about it. Yeah. But look, as much as we talk shit, it's all love. Yeah. yeah. So it this really shit is. is love. It's true. No, totally. It's I mean, so that, that's something that we're, that we're always super adamant about on this podcast. It's like, we. We rag on the 90s anime but a lot, that. but it's out of love. Yeah. Hey, so I mean, much. we rag on the on Crystal, we too. Do. <laughs> we make fun of everything. It's always yeah. laughing with. There you go. Exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Laughing We're yeah. always having fun. Even when it's an episode that's the stupidest thing you've oh, ever yeah. seen, we're having a time. Oh, yes. yeah. We're having a great time. We have a great time watching it. We have a great time talking about it. Sailor we Moon cry. is... Oh, oh yeah, oh, girl! girl. Yeah. Oh my god! I gotta keep uh-huh. a box of tissues handy uh-huh. anytime I watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the act is ending with that box of tissues. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, uh, Kari, where can people uh, find you on the internet if they want to, you know, keep up with your life? <laughs> well, if you want to keep up with my life, you can I do. Follow me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I also do. Oh, well, I will uh, keep up with your lives as well. <laughs> Our lives. Very delighted. I'm gonna have to start living a more entertaining life. <laughs> uh, you you like Sailor Moon? I think your life is very entertaining. Yay! <laughs> You've been raised well. Yes. How do you hear that, Mom? You <laughs> <laughs> did good. My Sailor Moon obsession got me somewhere. <laughs> she hated Sailor Moon. What? My mom hates Sailor Moon. Oh, <laughs> hates it. We should bring your mom on this. I want. I, I, I want to for, a, for a Mother's Day episode. So I would love to bring my mom that'd be funny if you guys did that. i would yeah. so listen and be like oh that's awesome oh man um, but yes you can follow me at k-a-o-r-i-o-u-s that's kaorius everywhere that keep it simple yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm all I'm all about I'm all about the the Twitter rings. So you're yeah. on the Twitter and the Instagram? Yes, all K A O R I O U S. Sweet. Yeah. That's everywhere. Any uh yeah. shows or anything that people can watch you on these days? Uh, well, I um I co-host a show with my friend who happens to be Asian and it's called uh Speak Nerdy to Me and we are we consist of you can follow us at Team Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I know. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and we just basically shoot the shit about like weekly. Is that teamamazing.com? Is that Team Amazing? Uh, yeah, teamamazing.com, Team Amazing on YouTube, everywhere. Awesome. Um, yeah. So keep it so I'm in. <laughs> Lola. Oh, uh, well, I can be found anywhere you find an unwinona on the internet. That's U N W I N O N A. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Tumblr, I'm on Instagram. Instagram, I'm on Medium. Um, and also, if you want to follow my new project, it's so stupid, but I'm having so much fun. Uh, on Tumblr and on Twitter, follow Cool Boxcar Kids. Um, it is my boxcar children <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> We're two, we're two <laughs> chapters in, technically a uh, prologue and a chapter one. Uh, it's only going to get weirder, so <laughs> tune right. on in. The world needs those kind of things. They really right? do. Yes. They really they do. do. There's a need. There's a real need. Right? Yes. In, in, the world needs that and also uh, love, sweet love. Oh. So you're doing real good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kelby? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity, as in the genuine article, and then you can find me on Tumblr and Instagram femininity one word and you can find me all over the internet at emma fife that's my name e-m-m-a-f-y-f-f-e that's all f's as in fred no s's as in snake uh they tend to sound the same on the phone or when you record them it's really interesting when people make hotel reservations for me and they have made them over the phone are um, you emma Sice? Yeah. Sice. Yeah. Sice. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you sure you have three yeah. f's in your last name <laughs> I, i'm positive my last name is 60 percent f's uh, you can also find me on a couple of shows at afterbuzztv.com i do the face off after show that's on tuesdays by the time this podcast airs it'll be at eight the uh, earlier we were doing it at nine but we're moving it back to eight uh, and also on Transformers Robots in Disguise. That is on Sundays at 5, though. I will be out for uh, Transformers for most of September. I think I'm going to end up missing the finale because I'm going to be at a lot of uh, cons in September. Yeah. You are very important. I know. Yeah. I'm going to be at uh, Amazing Houston Comic Con in Houston. That That's sounds o- amazing. It is. <laughs> that sounds very amazing. Uh, that'll amazing. be over, over Labor Day weekend. And then uh, September 17th through the 20th, mm. I think, 20th, 21st, I will be at Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Oh, uh, uh, I don't think there's anything my, happening after that. Miss my and then at the end of the month, we will oh, what's all going on? be at Salt Lake Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You uh, mean, but not only will we be at Salt Lake Comic Con, we're doing a panel. We're doing a we're panel. We're doing a motherfucking <laughs> panel. Uh, which is basically going to be this podcast in, yeah. a, in a panel. Only also, this time you can see our stupid fucking faces. <laughs> also, it's my it's my hometown. It's my hometown con. It's yeah. it's me coming yeah. home. So if you are going to Salt Lake Comic Con, uh, find me and you will have a high five. So you should totally come see that. Yeah. Uh, you should also uh, find us on the internet. We can be found on Twitter at LNJPod. That's Letter L as in love, letter N as in Nancy, encompassing the entire word of and, letter J as in justice, uh, pod, the first part of podcast. You can also uh, find us on Facebook, uh, Love and Justice, the Super Serious Sailor Moon podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at like Ellen, at Love and Justice Pod and email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com if you want to communicate with us, but you don't like social media. That's cool with us. Yeah. Or we- your love cannot be you know shrunk down to 140 characters characters. exactly
exactly. We love hearing from you guys. We uh, love your love. We love we love your love. And Sailor Moon is love. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, listeners, and for joining us, Kaori. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yay, you're coming. Uh, you're coming back, Fo Show. Oh, Fo Show, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll invade all of your ears via the powers of the internet again very very soon. Bye. 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 You've got to believe.